welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we spotlight areas of the school which our listeners have told us they would like to know more about. Today, we spotlight music, our award-winning and vibrant department where girls are inspired to learn, love and lead music. Our host, Simon Jones, speaks to Dr Charlotte Exxon, our Director of Music, Bob Chilcott, our esteemed musician-in-residence, and Sarah Lee in the Upper Sixth, Head of Instrumental Music here at Downhouse. So today we have Charlotte, we have Sarah, and we have Bob Chilcott with us. Charlotte, hello. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? Hi, it's great to be with you today. Tell us a little bit about how your world is looking and what are you up to there today? Well, it's been another busy day in the music department. I very much enjoy uh, Friday mornings in particular because we have Prima Voce at eight o'clock in the morning for an hour. So that always starts my day off. And I've just come back from a music concert, a lunchtime concert, our Murray Music Moments, which we have every week, which and it was fantastic this week to see our uh, GCSE musicians performing so well. Now, I must ask, what were they performing this lunchtime then? Well, it's a weekly lunchtime concert and they get to perform a piece, something that they've been working on, something to prepare them for exams or if just to, to enjoy the love of performing. And so they've all been playing different pieces. Probably they'll probably submit for their GCSEs later next year. Uh, so it's a great moment for them. So Charlotte, tell us a little bit about your own musical background. I mean, how did you get into the world of, of working in music at Down House? Well, I, I can't remember a time when I haven't been involved in music and I've been here 10 years now. Gosh, it does seem a long time, uh, but it's been loved every minute of it. Prior to that, I was director of music at Western Burt School. I was there for six years. Prior to that, I had a bit of a moment in retail banking, would you believe? Uh, but soon loved that, uh, realised that uh, music was really <laughs> where I needed to be. And prior to that, I was at university for a long stint. So I was doing my undergraduate and then ended up doing a PhD because I just loved it so much and couldn't keep away. So a PhD in music, which I thoroughly enjoyed at the University of Birmingham, which is a nice connection with Bob Chilcott, who's with us today, who does a lot of work with them as well. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be talking to Bob shortly, but I, but I wonder if you can just tell us, if you can remember when you were a child, at what age you were and how you felt when you first realised that you had this love of music. Well, again, I can't ever remember a time when it wasn't with me. I think I was popped on the piano when I was five or six years old and I've always been surrounded by music and, in, you know, very much inspired uh, actually by my brother. And I was always just surrounded by music and wanted to sort of play the piano like him so I got involved on the piano soon realized I enjoyed it immensely and moved on to the oboe and that really was and still is my principal instrument and uh, so I went on to play the oboe at 10 I couldn't play it before because I didn't have fingers that were big enough uh, that's that's what I was told so uh, and then took to it like a duck to water and just got involved in as much as possible at school and uh, I, I know Sarah is involved in so much here as well and it just reminds me of of, of me when I was at school actually so yeah so yeah, I've always been around music and involved in choirs and orchestras and uh, yeah loved every minute of it but involved in the county music scene and then on to university and you just get immersed in whatever you like to be involved at, with music at university and particularly opera actually latterly um, as well. I'm glad you mentioned Sarah because shortly we're going to be talking to her about her experience of music at Downhouse. But I wonder if you could just talk to us about some of the opportunities for pupils at Downhouse to get themselves involved in music. 
Yes, of course. I'm, I mean, I always say there's a place for absolutely everyone at the music department at Downhouse. And there truly is, you know, whether somebody's a beginner or a diploma student, there is a place for everybody. And, you know, we have six choirs here. So I'm a great believer in um, everybody singing and enjoying the joy of music uh, through singing. And so that everybody can be involved in a choir at Downhouse. And if they'd like to take it a little bit further, there's an opportunity for everybody also to belong to an audition choir as well. So if you don't want to be auditioned, you just want to come and sing, there's a place for you. And if you want to take it a little bit further, uh, you can come and audition and be part of our audition choirs, uh, which have done, uh, are just flying at the moment. And particularly our top choir, our flagship choir, Prima Voce, who have had immense opportunities over the last few years. They won the national competition, choral competition of Bernardo's. Senior Choir of the Year in 2018 and 2019, two years consecutively. It's never happened before, ever. So we're really proud of that, and rightly so, because they sing beautifully. And we've since been finalists the last four years um, running. So it's just a joy to be part of, because... You know, we get to sing at the Royal Festival Hall and then when you win, you get to go to the Royal Albert Hall to perform with your choir. And that's just a highlight for everybody, and even for us as, as conductors and, you know, performing with the girls, which is really important. And uh, we've performed at the Cadogan Hall and we've performed at the Birmingham Town Hall, you know, cathedrals, Winchester Cathedral. You know, we kind of make as many opportunities as we can for the girls. And it's just so exciting to, you know, to do competitions and perhaps and then, you know, next week we'll be in a concert and then the next week we'll be doing an even song. So as many different experiences, um, meaningful experiences as we can, we'd love to give the girls. And orchestrally and instrumentally, we are just as thriving. So we have five large ensembles. We have our big symphony orchestra, which is 80 plus girls. Again, a place for everybody and our chamber orchestra for girls that are our most advanced musicians in the school, which we invite into that orchestra, which gives the opportunity to really get into the nuts and bolts of uh, chamber orchestra, which I know uh, Sarah, Sarah knows, she's nodding away here, knows exactly what I'm talking about. And that we have jazz bands, so another type of music. And then also for our younger musicians we have a lovely training program we have symphonia um, we have a wind symphonia and a string symphonia where they can really get under sort of really understand how to perform in part of an ensemble as a, a sort of a lower grade musicians who are developing their skills who then come and join us into symphony orchestra Gosh. And aside from that, we have lots of chamber groups going. We've got percussion ensemble known as Downbeats. Um, that's really fun. We've got a wind quintet. We've got a tree. I'm thinking of your trio as well, Sarah. That's done very well. But I'll let Sarah tell you how well they've done. And essentially respond to the cohort that comes in. So if we have, suddenly have lots of clarinets in a, in a year, we'll make a clarinet ensemble. So anything goes really. And so lots of opportunities there. And then we have our own competitions. So we have our big Young Musician of the Year competition. So we, I think uh, we have, what, 180 girls will try out for that. And that's a really big competition for us. And we have a Music Maker Young Musician of the Year. So that's for girls grades one to three. Uh, Maestro Young Musician of the Year for girls grades four to six. And then we have our Virtuoso uh, Young Musician of the Year for girls uh, grade seven and above. 
And yes, Sarah's nodding again. Yes, because she knows very well because she also takes part in that. And we also have our house music competition, which involves everybody in the whole whole school. And that's house, house-centred, uh, where they deliver about a half an hour programme of music. And then we also have our Bring the House Down competition, which is for music ensembles, where girls get themselves together and anything goes, any style, any years, any abilities. All I say is it just needs to be really polished and really good. And this year we've had rock bands, we've had, what else have we had, Sarah? We've had duets, we've had really big, up to 15 people instrumental ensembles, which I think was the biggest they've had ever had. And just singing duets just anything goes which is really good because it gives everyone such a good opportunity so yeah so that's bring the house down and we also have major concert every term uh, we have our Michaelmas concert in our Michaelmas term and then we also have our carol services which is a very big event for us and then our concert in the Lent term which we often do at a church in Newbury so we take the girls out into a fantastic acoustic for our orchestras and choirs And then the summer term is always finished off with our Founders Weekend, which I think we're currently up to, um, I think it's seven events over three days with five concerts in one day. So we're we're still smiling. We love every minute of it. But it really means that everybody can be involved as well. And I think we've got the whole of the lower school involved and all our senior musicians. So it's, yeah, so it's a very joyous place to be, I think. And where music's, I think, is celebrated every day. Fantastic. Charlotte, that's, that's an excellent summary of everything that goes on. It really strikes me that there's an opportunity for people at all levels of music and all kinds of music and that, that, that they may be wanting to get into at Down House. But I'd love to hear from Sarah and to find out firsthand from Sarah what it's like being a musician at school. First of all, Sarah, hello and welcome to this podcast episode. Tell us which year you're in and how long you've been at Down House for. I'm currently in year 13, so at Down, that's upper six. And I've joined Down in 2017 when I was in year eight. So I've been here six years. Fantastic. And tell me about your journey that you've gone through regarding music. I mean, first of all, tell us a little bit about whether you sing or whether you play an instrument and, and how that's been in your, in your years at school. So this is really interesting because I came to Downhouse with a very strong focus on the cello and I wasn't so interested in choral music when I came, but that's since changed because very quickly I realised how much experience and opportunity you get being in the Downhouse music department. And I think it's also the relationships you form and the experiences everyone gets that makes it so compelling to stay and just do more and more. And I think it's really easy to just lose yourself in the department because everyone has a chance and everyone gets involved, which is really great. And what have been some of your favourite choral pieces of music to sing then? Ooh, this is a very tough question, but I think some of the most special parts will have to be the ones written especially for us by our musician resident, so Mr. Bob Chilcott. We've had The King of Glory from his Songs of Harvest, and we've really sung and performed that. And as a choir, I think it's one of our favourites. Fantastic. That's really good to hear. Now, Dr. Exxon mentioned your trio. Now, what was that all about when she mentioned that? So initially, that was just created between us GCSE musicians. It was back. It was created back in 2020 when we were all in year 10, so they're fifth, and it was between two of my friends. So 
a violinist, Katie, and Anton, a pianist. And the aim was simply to just enter ourselves for our GCSE performance piece. But as we played, we realized it was so much more than that. And we really valued our time playing together. And I think that led us to a trio competition, well, a national ensemble competition, which we ended up being crowned chamber champions of 2020. So that was a really special experience that all of us cherished. And I think we've taken a lot from it as musicians. Well, congratulations for that. That really does sound very outstanding. It really does. Now, you mentioned that you joined the school as a, as a cellist. What is it about the cello that got you into that in the first place? Do you remember? I mean, was it a piece of music that you heard? And when a lot of people think about the cello, they think about Elgar's cello concerto, of course. But did you hear anything that got mm. you into that? Or was it someone who led you to that instrument? I think it's a bit of both, really. Um, the initial story I like to tell people is that I chose the cello because we had to choose an instrument. Everyone had to choose an instrument in my old school. And I chose the cello because you could sit down all the time. But really, really, if we're talking musically, I think I always looked up to Yo Ma as a performer and a musician because of just how phenomenal his tone and his sound quality was. And I really just wanted to replicate that on whatever instrument I played. And I think cello was a really good outlet for that because of its warm sonority and just how how nice it sounded. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree completely. I really do. And tell me a little bit about how you feel when you're playing certain pieces of music, how you feel inside. The pieces I choose to play are usually ones that have a really singing melody. And I think music, especially the cello, is such an emotional outlet for me that I just feel it's a really apt way to express my feelings and whatever emotions I feel can be channeled through the cello. And it's just a really nice release, especially at the end of the day. When words don't quite cut it, I find music, especially the cello, can have that and do that for me. Sarah, thank you for sharing that with us. I really do appreciate that. I'd love to speak to yourself now, Bob Chilcott, and thank you for being here. I, I appreciate your time here today. I understand that you're a member of the King Singers for, was it around about 10 or 12 years? Just tell us a little bit about what that experience was like and also what the King Singers actually is for people that may not know. The King Singers is a, a singing group of six men and it's actually been around since 1968. And when I went to university in the 70s, they were kind of rock stars to us, you know. And I can remember going to a concert in the town hall in Cambridge and and seeing these guys in velvet flared suits with frilly shirts. And, you know, it, it was just 70s through and through. But they were fantastic. And they in many ways, they changed the dynamic of the way that people approach choir singing in this, in this country to quite an extent. I joined in 1985. I was in the group for 12 years. I loved it because I, we toured all over the world and um, it was particularly a, the, the good time for touring in the United States. So that was, and I loved it. And it really opened up opportunities for me when I left, actually. So having sort of followed the King Singers, first of all, and then being a member of the King Singers, I mean, how did it feel to, to transition from being a follower to being one of them yourself? Well, that was, it was the dream job, really, for a singer, because I was a singer, but I loved, I, I've always essentially been a collaborator. I've always been a person who likes to be working alongside other people. So from that point of view, it was an ideal sort of work for me. I loved it. 
and it meant that you came into contact with other people who sang. And it made me understand what it is in choir singing and what it is in singing. It really made me understand so much about that. And because I, I've always written music all my life, I was always wanted to be a composer, but I never had the confidence, actually. I came to that much later. But it helped me to understand what it is that I have inside me that wants to express choral music to other people or my perception of, of, of that togetherness and that perception of also ideas and texts and concepts, which I think is a, a really important thing to think about. And for me, working with young people has been the key for that because it's something I, I came along to much later. I wrote a piece for a wonderful choir actually in Toronto in 1995 and the Toronto Children's Chorus and I thought a children's choir I thought uh, I wonder what that is <laughs> and I went to the, the main concert hall in Toronto and heard this wonderful choir and I was completely it, it changed my life actually and since then for me the focus of being able to to work together with young singers it's the most exciting thing in the world because actually it's all about ideas it's all about the the, the kind of growth of thoughts and and also what singing means and how and how you I, I loved listening to what Sarah said about what music does for her because that we forget that often the experiences we have in life, music is something that helps us to understand lots of things we don't kind of quite understand. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's a very important experience for a young person. And that's why if you can go to a school where you can be really involved in music, it's an absolute gift because it's not, you know, for a lot of people, they don't have that opportunity. And uh, I think if you can, it's a wonderful thing to do because I think... If I had been now, I'm quite good at maths, I'm quite good at science, I was hopeless at school, but I understand it because of music. Because actually music, I've understood most things I understand about life through music, actually. It's kind of remarkably powerful. And so that for me is the driving force now in, in, in my work, actually, and I'm, I, I love that. And uh, coming to this school, which was a complete by chance thing, <laughs> I a few years ago I adjudicated a competition at the Cadogan Hall in London this wonderful uh, hall in uh, near Sloane Square and it was all put together by by uh, Charlotte and uh, Downhouse School for prep schools and I was the judge and it was a great day we had a wonderful time and I I knew immediately I was going to get on with Charlotte because there was a great big she came into the room where we were, the judges, and there was a great big basket of chocolate. So we were all incredibly happy. But during the pandemic, I gave a, I gave a presentation for the Music Teachers Association, and Charlotte was there. And I, we got talking at the end of the presentation. She said, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're doing well and everything like that, and we're hiring people. I said, oh, I'll come, because I, I was at home during the pandemic. <laughs> And she said, would you? And I, and I said, well, I might do. So, and then anyway, I, 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 after the call, I thought, what have I just said? And anyway, I decided, you know, I was at home and, uh, I, and, and so I thought, right, I'll go and do this. I'd never done anything like it in my life. And, uh, 
And then in the end, it was agreed that I'd do two days a week. And I did a bit of teaching. I taught year eight. I loved that. And um, I did a bit of teaching at A-level. And um, I quickly became sort of engrossed in this energy of this place and uh, realizing what music means to people. And it was, a, it was a wonderful experience. And actually, when the year was up, I, I thought, well, I, I can't not come back, you know. So I come back four days a term now, and I, I'm, I'm back here today. So uh, later on, I shall be uh, talking with a... They have a wonderful thing at this school. Actually, I don't, they probably do it at lots of other schools, but I've not seen it done so well as it is done here, where they have this sort of mentorship program. And there's a music mentorship program, which means that students get assigned a teacher to talk about their work and to share ideas about what they're doing. And um, I do some guest mentoring, so with with students. And I love that because you, you become invested in 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 these students and you want them to do well you want it's such a short time at school you've got to make the most of it and get the most opportunities you can and I think you know I've seen in just in these two years I've seen these students grow and you can think I want to see I want to see them do well and then others come along and you think oh they're they're doing well they're great you want them to do you know and, and it's a lovely energy for me and I I love that the great thing is I don't have to uh, I can come for a day and I can I can run away before I'm found out, you know. <laughs> but I also, I've been tag teaching with Christian Alexander, who's head of composition here. Actually, he's leaving at the end. Of, uh, uh, he left at the end of the summer of, uh, of uh, 2022. A wonderful teacher, actually. But we, we sort of tag teach composition. And I've really enjoyed that because we've just really, I think bouncing ideas off people is a very good thing to do. And we, we've, we've really enjoyed that. And uh, I shall be doing a bit more of that today. But it, it's a wonderful opportunity to come into contact with people who are really, really growing. And I, I love that. I absolutely love it. So it really strikes me then this is a, a role which is very varied and encompasses all life, uh, well, all year groups within school. And, and it's certainly not like an honorary title that's just been given, which doesn't actually serve to benefit the, the pupils in the school at all, which is fantastic. Bob, I'd love to understand more about some of the pieces of music you've written for the girls at school. Yes, I wrote a carol actually uh, for the last Christmas carol service a setting of, was it Tennyson? I, I can't remember now. <laughs> but a lovely poem, actually. With, and the annoying thing was, I was doing a, a, a series of concerts last Christmas and, I, and, I, couldn't, um, and I, I couldn't go to the performance. It was Alfred Lord Tennyson, I guessed right. <laughs> a piece called The Time Draws Near. And actually, it's, it's just been published, and, and, uh, which is lovely. There, there's something special special as a composer when you can write a piece for a choir and then the piece gets published and it gets a much broader usage there's something very special about that I think it's a it's a it I, it gives me such a lot of pleasure to do that because you know it's it's lovely for a piece of it. I know what it was like when I was at school if you had something that was written for you or it happened at university too you felt that, loved that and I think it's a 
it's a nice thing to be creators of something because actually we did it you know in a sense we do it all together because from my point of view I don't have a piece without the people to do it and and you try and make something that you think will connect with the with the uh, choir or the uh, the, the musicians that you, the, you know you're aiming to connect with and that for me is very important so I, I wrote that carol and I think uh, Sarah also mentioned I wrote a piece for uh, a bigger harvest piece that I wrote uh, I wrote a setting of a George Herbert poem which I know that the uh, the choir have done a number of times I think it, I think they did it in the co- uh, confirmation service just recently in the in the summer and uh, so it's a it's a lovely opportunity to to give something i i i like that it's been a it's been special for me you know very special actually mm-hmm. and um i i hope i might be able to carry on for a bit more you know and run away when i'm found out <laughs> <laughs> i love that bob thank you for that just for fun i've got a tricky question for you which is that if you were stuck on a desert island and you could have the entire works of only one composer uh, who would you choose you know that is really hard. The 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 one composer Schumann probably mm-hmm. because I love I I love the piano music and I love the songs. But I I could say Schubert too. Yeah, it would change by the day. That's the thing. I might say George Ligeti too, who the composer who I I was actually um, I was very lucky. I knew him quite well, and I, I've got a um, I love his piano music. Very complicated. I'd have to feel, but then again, I I could say uh, I could say the Beatles, you know, at the, in the same breath. So it would change. It changes by the hour. It's a very tricky one, isn't it? And and changing by the hour. I, I think that's probably the only way to answer that. Yeah. Um, Bob, thank you very much for that. It's been really good talking to you. Thank you. Charlotte, tell me something about what scholarship opportunities there are either now or in the future at Down. Well, we are very excitingly launching our new pathways for our music awards. And we have six opportunities, actually. Uh, so we have our music scholarship program and we also have our music exhibitioner program. And very excitingly, thank you to Bob, we are actually launching uh, a new choral uh, scholarship, which we are calling the Chilcot Choral Scholarship. And that's a really, really special award, uh, which is being awarded internally and uh, sort of around about year nine, year 10 onwards, uh, uh, open to girls here and around sort of grade six, six voice, I would say. And we're looking for girls with choral potential with that genuine interest in choral music and really keen to encourage that and to celebrate also their interest and their talent for choral music and it's really special that Bob has agreed for us to name that and to to and 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 Bob is also going to be taking a very special interest in the Chilcot Scholars uh, as we are going to be calling them and so uh, that's really really very special part of our uh, extended mentoring program and we also have choral awards uh, which we are will be bringing uh, we are bringing in also and also a new organ scholarship uh, for girls in for sixth form, um, but also organ awards 
as well for those uh, to encourage girls thinking um, about taking up the organ more seriously. So a, a vast sort of uh, range of scholarships and awards really to reflect the spectrum of you know, of music out there and to reflect different interests and talents within within just, well, as we know, the wonderful world of music, which can be, you know, viewed in many different ways as a chorister or as a cellist, uh, as an organist. Um, we just want to be able to respond to that quite meaningfully. Um, so it's very exciting for us and uh, we, you know, we have a real family of music award holders and they really are. Sarah's nodding her head again here. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And they're really very special and they, they truly are at the heart of all our music making and they have this uh, infectious enthusiasm which they, they, they model and lead uh, the music from within the school and mm. as you can tell probably I'm very, very proud of them and they really bring so much and sort of really understand how music connects and can reach people in in very different ways but um and for me as i always say you know music really does transform people's lives and we see that every day here at downhouse not just on concert days not just on competition days but every day fantastic and if anyone's listening to this right now and they want to find out more about these scholarships and awards what's the best way for them to get in touch with you Oh, please, please do get in touch. I really um, encourage anybody interested in any aspect or anything sort of really excites them about what we've been talking about. Please, please get in touch. Um, all our information is on our website. And please uh, get in contact with our registrar, which is registrar at downhouse.net. Fantastic. Well, it's been really, really good speaking to all of you, Dr. Exxon, uh, Sarah in year 13 and Mr. Bob Chilcott. Thank you all for your time. It's been really good. And thank you for giving up your time to talk to us about music today at Down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you very much. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.